0: Welcome, horror fam, to HHN365, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Duff, Jess, and Jonathan. How's it going? We're, the team is back. We're all
1: I'm here. back.
2: Hey, what's up? How's it you going? You did sink in the middle of the ocean.
1: I, I, I'm alive. That is positive. My parking lot kind of looks like an ocean right now. I can go drown in that if you'd like me to.
0: <laughs> yeah it's been rainy, rainy here in early.
2: Yeah, It's been like past. England I feel like I've never been but like from what everyone describes It's been kind know, of it's, like... it's been chilly, it's been rainy I miss I'm the cruise, it, it was yeah. great on the cruise What the fuck happened, what did I come to The beginning of uh, Unmasked
0: on today's show, we'll be going over our predictions, but before we get to that, as always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, and YouTube at HHN365, and on TikTok at HHN365Pod. You can join us in our Discord, the link is in the description, and a bird shop at HHN365.com. You can always leave us a voicemail at 407-906-4134. Let's go. Go over some news. We got some news to get uh, go over, don't we, Jonathan?
3: Oh yes, we do. Um, but before we get into the uh you know universal Halloween horror nights related news, we have some news uh for yeah. ourselves.
0: Yeah, our housekeeping. Yeah, <laughs> H yeah. news. Uh
3: and that first one being that we are uh, finally gonna have another TikTok live, uh which we're really excited about um on our uh, you know on our TikTok, agn 365 six it's five pod. On January twentieth, uh, which is a Saturday, so uh, that's going to be this exciting. Saturday, if you're yeah. listening to it yeah. this week, that
2: it comes, yeah. Out. So
0: in a couple of days,
3: yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to talk about HHN, some of the rumors going around. You can ask us questions. Uh, it's going to be a really fun time. We'd love for you to you know stop by either in the park or on TikTok. It'd be a good time.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it's not cold and rainy.
3: Hopefully, that <laughs> right probably I, I think yeah. it we'll is actually supposed, yeah, I think it's supposed to be this to be. week.
2: Uh, but okay. if you find us, we have some leftover pins, the blinky cup pins, and the stickers uh, for Major Gen. So if you find us, you get high a little
1: 54? treat.
2: What? Uh, I'm sorry. What? what? It's not supposed to rain. Picklebacks. Saturday, the high is
1: 54, the low is 38. Ugh. I know, four um. problems to anyone listening from basically anywhere else, but that's fucking freezing for us. <laughs>
3: TikTok live inside of a well, building. Maybe right we're not going outside. Finnegan. <laughs> we're getting picklebacks.
0: Yeah. But at least it's not hot. That's
2: <laughs> that's true. We've sweat so just, much on TikTok Just wait till the July
0: ones. Oh boy.
2: <laughs> They'll be like, remember when you guys were complaining about the cold?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I
3: remember <laughs> <it> again, <laughs>
0: damn
2: it. High <laughs> of 60. <laughs> oh God. All right. What else we got, Jonathan?
3: Yes, uh, our next thing is that we are going to have another Discord event, uh, which will be essentially q and A Q&A where you can talk with us, uh, ask us some questions, uh, you know, and we'll respond to them and talk about rumors and, and stuff like that um, on our Discord, which the link is in the description on January twenty fourth, which is next Wednesday. Uh, so that's going to be really fun as well. Uh, we're not still we're not sure of the time we're going to do it as of yet, but we have the date. Uh, we will let you guys know the time. Once we get a little bit closer uh, to the event, but mm-hmm. yeah, that should be a fun time. If you haven't already joined our Discord, this might be uh, you know a reason to do so. We, these are these are fun little things we do.
1: I would say anticipate Discord being more like an evening thing, and the mm-hmm. TikTok live being more of a late afternoon thing. Yeah.
3: Yes, but keep absolutely. an eye on our socials, and we'll post about exact time soon. Absolutely. And now that we're done with that, let's get to the. Uh, news segment of the podcast, the actual Universal Halloween Horror Nights news, and I feel like I'm just gonna organize the news like this every time. Where if we have a Murdy tweet, we're gonna start with it. Uh, if we, if Jess, would a, you like to do we the have honors? A what? Yeah.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> Murdy tweets! Are we, I really gotta get this fucking soundbite, Murdy tweet. <laughs> Next week I'll have it. That's my that's my uh, resolution for the week.
3: <laughs> get it done, Murdy tweets. Lo- That'd be amazing. I, I love that. Um, and this one's just a simple one, uh, doesn't mean uh, too much, uh, but basically when asked on Twitter uh, for uh, John Murdy, the creative director of HH in Hollywood, uh, when he was asked uh, if he would ever want to have an HH in Singapore original at Hollywood's event, since he has had an Orlando original at his event being Scarecrow the Reaping, uh, he replied, they do some stuff, but it depends. Some of it is specifically geared towards that audience slash market. So it's sort of not really answering the question, more of a maybe you know type uh, type answer. They do some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That wording
1: is that doesn't that sounds like a hard no, (laughs) to be honest. They do some stuff.
2: (coughs) Does he even pay attention to them? Like, does he even know what that stuff is? To be fair, he
3: he did technically last year because I I think he worked with them on their uh, weekend house uh, because a lot of it was sort of pulled from the original ideas that Orlando and Hollywood had, and, you know, just half of it was gotcha. more of their own thing. Uh, and, so I think and... that, I know he did collaborate with them on that particular house. Hmm. Another Didn't thing they... he worked on that had blackface. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: oh my God.
0: Didn't they do, like, a Universalism Monsters scare zone that is, like, the coolest scare zone that's ever been done? Like, I've seen some of those photos with, like, like the blacklight um, brides and stuff, like... That was Singapore, right?
2: I don't know.
0: It was a scare zone? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it.
3: I know nothing hmm. about this Singapore. Is... I don't either. I wish I did.
0: This is like I for mean, like I five
1: follow years. follow it, now. but was it a scare? Hmm. Very
0: Someone's
2: interesting. Someone's yelling at us in their car on I-4 right now.
0: How <laughs> <laughs> don't you someone
2: know this? I'm sorry. I know Thank about you. the bear in Japan. I'm a big fan of him. Bear <laughs> hamikuma, is fun. Harikuma, Hamikuma, one of those two. I'm a big fan of the bear. I think I did like a live reaction to saying that we can just live
0: this <laughs> Oh, year. I'm
2: filling space about this fucking bear, Mike. <laughs> Have you seen the bear? Was the
1: it ba- Japan, maybe? Oh, Hamikuma. Was it? Was it yeah,
2: Japan? Hamikuma is the fucking. No, I can't bird. find in it. it in
1: Japan. I
2: think was it, it Japan? Japan. It was like all it was it like the
0: it was like the glow.
2: Oh, glow is fun.
0: Yeah, it was like no, it had to have been Singapore. Was it? They had like the like the uh, like the brides, and they all like glowed.
2: Mike, I like you coming at us with these Singapore facts. Like that's like. I
0: mean, clearly, I know
2: left my facts. field. No, this is right. This is more <laughs> okay. than I ever knew, and I'm into it. <laughs>
1: I know Japan has done other, like, glow-in-the-dark-looking Scare Zones, but I don't know Universal Monsters. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's just... <laughs> okay, well, let's... <laughs> <cut> around this. <laughs> Okay. DVD.
3: All right, here we go. All right, and now we're, that we're done with that segment, uh, we're going to move forward into the Universal Studios news and rumors that uh, may affect Halloween Horror Nights in the future. Um, a lot of these are just full-on park news and rumors as well, uh, so they kind of intertwine. And the first thing is something that you can see in the park if you're, uh, you know, you're in it uh, currently, and that is that projectors and more fountains have been installed for the, you know, rumored Lagoon Show replacement, uh, which is super exciting.
1: And if you look at them in person, they're like, they look a lot more uh, big, for lack of <laughs> a lot, lot more big, more lack big. Of description. A technical they, term. They, they, they're big. They look like some big boys. So. a lot more big. A lot more big.
3: Hey, uh, uh, you know, They're impressive looking. They can be whatever they want. As long as they're hurricane proof, then, uh, then I'll be happy with it. <laughs> Yikes. <Okay. laughs> I hope so. I hope they learn their lesson.
1: I, I don't know how you make too. something in the water hurricane-proof like that. That's It's, it's kind of tough, but you know,
2: hey. I think that if it's getting... Okay, so you just add more water and you drown it, so then it won't blow away. There you <laughs> the go. <hurricane>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? This is my theory. My, my logic is, you know that episode of Mythbusters where they're like, if you go underwater, the bullet won't kill you. <laughs> 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 That's where that logic just or came so from. With the
1: hurricane. Fucking yeah,
2: the, science. Yeah, you just go fucking underwater, and then you're fine. <laughs> the lesson is, if there's a hurricane coming, just get a scuba tank. <laughs> All right, moving on, please.
3: <laughs> I, I, I love that. It was good. Um, Thank you. If we're taking this park, you know, news and expanding it to, uh, you know, our realm of HHN, uh, do we think that this Rumored Lagoon show could be potentially ready in time for the event this year if they... Decide to have another Lagoon show?
1: I would say with 90% certainty, yes.
3: Yeah, which I'd be very excited for because I, I loved Ghoulish. I loved it a lot. And I do think that the event needs another show. Maybe for a reason that we'll talk about a little later in the news segment, but I do think the event does need a more lighthearted, more, you know, fun show uh, compared to the more dark and serious you know tones of what uh, would have been usually in the fear factor live location uh, after bill and ted
1: mm-hmm. i i do think that in general since 29 when that they've had the lagoon show before but that style of lagoon show the expanded version it's just added a whole nother dimension to the event uh and it's it's sorely missed when it's not there so
2: yeah and it's a people eater it absolutely is. Is. It is i don't like standing I will always complain when I have to stand to watch something, but I did like ghoulish.
1: So for, for house purposes, it almost works better that people just kind of walk in and out yeah. without having to worry about seating them. And yeah, it, it, it it's just really great for the event for so many reasons. You I need feel like to it also
2: helps that scare zone sometimes. Like sometimes people do stop in there when the show starts, but like there, it gives another option. I don't know.
1: Also, I think people are more aware that there is a way to walk around when that mm-hmm. show is open Ver- mm-hmm. like, because pe- there are people, plenty of people who are like i would rather just not go in the scare zone right now but they don't really understand there's a way around it but when that show is
3: there they're aware they know yeah yeah and it, it is just especially you know if you don't have express like i didn't in 31 it's such a nice thing to do when all the houses are super long and you don't want to wait in the line it's like, hey here's a free thing you could just stand you don't have to wait that long you don't have to wait that long in advance to see and enjoy for like 15 minutes you know to to spend some time instead of waiting in a super long line
1: that was me in 29 like every single night
3: for sure Mm -hmm. i missed marathon of mayhem so much it was so good anyways (laughs) let's just move on to the next one Let's do it. Um, this is a big one for the Universal Studios park in general, and affects HHN uh, in a possibly in a in a similar way. And that, according to Theme Park Stop and Alicia Stella, uh, the Simpsons ride in that whole uh, area, but the the ride itself is rumored to close later this year or early next year. Though uh, Alicia Stella has stated the timeline, like really, is just very speculative right now. Um, so anything is possible. Uh, so it's but it's rumored to close to make way for a Pokemon Land. Uh, Hell yeah, yeah. And the reason I included this in the you know H you know H H N podcast is that it seems like the Simpsons Land and you know and the, the Duff Brewery in general has just been so tied to H H N culture now um, that Simpsons say and scream that. You know, getting rid of it. You know, if that happens, which you know it eventually will happen, but you know if that happens so soon, it might uh, might affect things for for people who like to stay in Scream.
1: I mean, yeah, it would definitely have an impact of some sort on the event, and especially if it's closed for a bit because you wouldn't have that walkway. It could be routed behind somehow, but I, I I don't know. So that'd be interesting to see what it would do to the event with. Like you said, stay and scream, just event ops and how the flow works. Um, potential scare zone impacts, maybe, because you have to shove things further to Central Park. It might be a little more crowded. Yeah. I don't know, just saying. Um, so there could be a lot of HHN impacts if this happens.
3: If they, you know, I know last year we didn't have chainsaws in there, but usually we do, you know, in the Simpsons area, there's chainsaws. Wouldn't Nintendo even want? us to be in their Pokemon land, you know, like no. maybe that's something that'd be off limits and you can't have them uh, in the future.
2: I feel like it'd be like minions how we can't have a scares on there now.
3: Yeah. So, honestly.
2: I mean, we already didn't have them this past year, so maybe that's in preparation to just not have anything over there at all.
3: It's very possible. Huh. We'll see. We will see. That is really interesting, though. Uh, and one more rumor uh, related to the parks and related to HHM is that Screamscape, which is a source that we don't talk about often, uh, but we have talked about in the past, um, reported uh, a rumor that the Fear Factor Live Stadium, which, you know, holds uh, nightmare fuel and shows like that, Bill and Ted, uh, might be demolished in March or April to make way for a new experience that will be something entirely new to Universal Orlando and if you guys have been following the fear factor rumors for a while, I know a bit ago it was rumored to be that to be demolished for a Harry Potter attraction and then that, you know, didn't go anywhere. Uh, but this is rumored to be demolished for something that's not Harry Potter, just something completely different, not related to the IPs, like, on either side of it. Uh, so, how do we feel about this? I mean...
1: Obviously, for HHN purposes, it's great to have that theater. But for the park, it is the better choice. It's it's vacant when it's not HHN. It's just space being wasted. And it's been rumored since, I don't know, 2015, 2016 to happen on several occasions. It, it just seems like it's time. What you do for HHN purposes, I don't know. That becomes a pain in the ass suddenly.
3: Yeah, I do not know how you fill it. Like, like where you put a, a show that's supposed to hold, you know, a huge amount of people. This is your big show of the event. I don't know what you can possibly do to even eat up like half the amount of people that this show did. Uh, that's going to be a tricky thing. They might have to do something like, you know, maybe another soundstage and put a show in there and, uh, you know, put seats there like they have with. Grinchmas was in the Blue Man Group uh you know, sound stage. Maybe they do something with that. But uh I don't I mean, know. I don't animal know. Animal actors,
1: they... of course. People yeah. will still talk yeah. about potentially as well. It has been used in the past for H H N. Yeah.
2: It's been a while really now, now yeah. but But it, it was has like been used. for like the magician couple.
1: Yes, different level.
2: Not like a big production show and like I feel like to build like a big ass stage on that. I don't know. I think that the Blue Man Group is more of a viable option because it's it's a theater, like it's already made for that. You know what I mean, like. And they use it for Grinchmas. The gate's right there. It would affect the flow of like the house that was Blood Moon this year. I feel like, but can we not just have it entered by Rip Ride Rocket?
1: You could. I mean, yeah, you could. There, there are uh. ways to route it so it would work. Yeah. Because there's, so. if you go like where the restrooms by the exit of the park are in the in the store there's like backstage gate that you could route a line towards that soundstage. So like there are ways to make it work for sure. Um, Operationally easier
0: said than done, but
3: yeah, they could definitely make it work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a big theater. I think it would be perfect.
3: Also like are the, I don't know where they hold the animals. Do they hold the animals for animal access? Like right behind the theater? Is that where a lot -hmm.
0: lot of the
1: animals are directly behind it. So things like fireworks would be an issue.
3: Yeah, so they can't have any, like, super loud show mm-hmm. in there if they were going to do something like that. No, and you would
2: hear dogs barking and, like, all that shit.
3: Mm,
1: so. It's definitely not the best option.
0: Give me some AC. <laughs> that's <all I> can <laughs> yeah. Think
2: uh, Grinchmas was nice. I went yeah. I and saw it in December. Mm. Ooh, I was in there, I was chilling, I cried. The Grinch, it was great. Oh, maybe
0: probably instead have to of tone like... down the pyro a little bit, but th- that's
2: yep. about it.
1: Instead of nightmare fuel, let's do, like, Frostmare fuel making a nice uh, chilly ooh. experience <gasps> yeah.
2: it, it's Blizzrock and Pyrock,
1: actually wow.
2: snow miser heat miser situation
1: <laughs> love it without the heat just snow
2: just snow <laughs> miser give me some know. snope
0: at HHN
1: I'm a heat miser fan
0: yeah
2: some fake now it's yeti the musical
3: oh my god
2: <laughs> <laughs> universal hire me I will write you an HHN
3: show <laughs> Icon, but
2: ooh, it's the cell block tango, but it's the icons, the icon block tango. Call me, I'm available.
3: Hell block tango.
2: (gasps) The hell block tango, Jonathan. I think we just found our first parody video for our YouTube channel. (laughs) That would be fucking funny.
0: Someone's Uh, been to Capone's dinner and show recently.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You caught me, Mike. (laughs) Well. All right. I think those are all the uh, news and rumors for uh, HHN for today. Oh, I think January, there's more yeah.
1: coming for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, Absolutely. for our sake, makes our lives easier. <laughs> uh, oops. But let's get into our main segment, then. We are going to talk about our HHN predictions. Not like we usually do this time of year. Where we're like, what is HHN 33 going to look like? Just in general moving forward hhn predictions it could be next year five years next decade next 30 years whatever whatever we want to do how does the event evolve what happens what gets taken away uh let's let's rapid well let's not rapid fire them because i don't think we have that many across the board but uh, (laughs) let's talk about them and uh yell at each other if we disagree perfect um, okay i'll start us off because i know i wrote more than i needed to So I'm probably going to fire off a few extra and I'm going to start real simple, something that's probably not controversial, uh, but there has been a lot of talk about how once Epic Universe opens, it might be the end of Universal Monsters at the event. they will take a break. I don't think that's the case. I think it's easy. I think there's so many options. There's so many different monsters, so many different stories you could tell with them. They're going to keep doing it until it just absolutely fails. So I don't think it's stopping after this year or next year or the next year or the next year. It's going to keep
3: going for quite a while. I I agree with that. Uh, especially, it's such an easy IP slot to put in, you know. So, you know, if you want your event to have half and half, it, it helps a lot that you don't have, you know, one of the IPs you own, essentially. So it's a lot easier mm-hmm. to put in. You know, I do think there is a world where they start doing maybe every other year instead of every, you know, year, you know, back to back to back. But I do, you know, I agree with you. I do think Universal Monsters are are going to continue to be a staple at the event for sure.
1: Yeah, I'd say my my timeline for this is kind of like a next five to ten years, I think. We're going to consistently still see them.
3: Okay.
2: I could see them going to maybe 50s really far away, but like 40 for sure. And then maybe going away until 50. Mm. That could be a cool use of them.
3: Do we think like if they ever you know did monsters right, and then they were like, "All right, this is going to be the last year for a couple years." You think they would do a like a full on um, compilation again and get them all back together, uh, something similar to how it started?
1: Oh yeah, oh totally, definitely, one hundred percent.
2: With like homages to the twenty nineteen version,
3: that'd be great. I'd love that.
2: Oh, one day. Um.
3: All right. Who's
0: next all right I got one yeah all right um, all right so this one um, is is a, pr- a bit of prediction and and I, I might be totally wrong but I predict with um, the last couple of years when we had pumpkin Lord and Oddfellow that we are kind of at a dawn of a new icons era that we are going to start to seeing um, more a kind of almost official icons for the next couple of years because um, um, and just kind of started a brand new kind of icons era, because the last two icons have been really uh, uh, successful and popular, especially with Oddfellow and how they've kind of all tied into the event. I think we might be at a dawn of a new icons era. I know it's not going to be like uh, utilized in the advertising or anything. I think that is gone, but I I think we might be at a dawn of a new icons era. At least I hope we are.
1: Yeah, I actually fully agree with that, like, 100%. It seems like the current team definitely has an interest in telling new stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And whether that's pulling from history that wasn't heavily explored or or doing something brand new, it seems like that's something they're very into. Um, And I think especially with how well Oddfellow was received, they're not going to stop anytime soon.
3: Mm -hmm. Which I'm super, you know, like hopeful about if they go this direction because before you know 30 and everything i was like you know i never had an icon that i can connect to before you know that was new uh that i've experienced their first year and i know jess you were the same way mm-hmm. so having you know pumpkin Lo- pumpkin lord yes but having odd fellow is like all right this is the f- full-on icon and it's new and created and and you know we're you are experiencing his origin in real time, uh, being able to connect with that was so, I think just important for me uh, in terms of just my connection with HHN that I would love for them to continue to go in this direction.
2: Yeah, I think they will. I think that it was proven to be successful. And also Oddfellow was just a huge like move forward for representation at the event too. Like we've never had a black icon. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that we're definitely moving in that direction and I'm excited to kind of see where we go from there. Me too. I have one that kind of ties into it a little bit, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, so my prediction, it's really more of a hope, a want, a need, is that I think Oddfellow proved that live mics at the event, they work on certain characters, and I think we're going to start seeing more of them pop up. We had it in Case Files with the singer- We've had Oddfellow now who fully had, you know, rain to kind of walk around. Yeah, he had some scripted things, but it was really fun. And I think we can kind of get back into that and maybe in the houses again.
3: I would love that, uh, especially if we, like, if we do continue uh, the, the icons route and keep going with that, uh, like the amount of TikToks, and, you know, that people made of talking to Oddfellow and, you know, even other characters that were, you know, that just talked, like David S. Mm-hmm. Pumpkins. Like, the amount of con- promotion Universal got from those might and being able to talk characters, like, I'm sure I, – I really hope they're going to want to continue with that because I'm I'm sure it helped them a lot uh, in, in terms of social media.
2: Definitely. Yeah.
1: And it was fun. Uh, so I think – and we've talked about it since we've started this podcast how i i think that is such an important aspect and i want to see it grow i don't know if it's gonna go beyond where it is anytime soon
2: Mm -hmm. i
1: hope it does i i just it seems like something they shy away from and i'm sure there's a really good reason but I, i i want it i just don't fully expect it
3: yeah that's fair that makes sense uh we don't want Chucky's Insult Emporium. Uh you know. <laughs> no, you
2: that's, that's, don't want Chucky's Insult Emporium. <laughs> Whoa, well, no, 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 no. We're talking Hollywoods. Oh yeah yeah no I'm not. Yeah. That.
3: We we don't want
1: it.
2: <laughs> no we don't want that obviously. <laughs> no not uh, not that. <laughs> not that one. I don't think about Hollywood, sorry. That's fair. Well <laughs> that, that, I also is...
1: don't want the Chucky uh, uh, uh what what was that zone? I can't even think of the name. The one we had in 28. I okay. thought it was Chucky just...
2: the zone. <laughs>
1: sure. <laughs> It was just horribly bland. So I don't want that either, to be honest. I don't want either version of Chucky. Sorry, Chucky. Where you know. from? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, sorry. that's your boyfriend? That's unfortunate.
2: Just watch the Tim Tracker video. You get the whole fucking script in like five seconds.
3: Yeah, it's pretty much. Um, hmm. My prediction also sort of jumps on the... Uh, the the icons train a little bit where I, I did I uh, one of my predictions was that the trend of new icons will continue. But something that followed that up was that I think that past icons, uh, so the you know, the, the main ones we had in the past will start to be used less and less, even like in an anniversary years. Like Jack, I feel like obviously will still be a like will still appear like very consistently uh until they can't anymore. Um, but I think the others ones, I I think they're going to, they might try to just, I don't know, like give them less notice. The more, the more we have new icons coming in, sort of replacing the old with the new, um, you know, at least the, the, the lesser, I don't know, the the ones that sell the least, you know, out of all of them. I feel like the new ones are going to overtake them. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Well, I'll I'll just add on because I had a, one that said almost exactly the same thing, but potentially a little further. Where I said uh, what I called the legacy icons outside of Jack, so Chance, Director, Usher, Lady Luck, Bloody Mary, whoever it may be, um, outside of like small cameos, probably specifically in anniversary years, will not be at the event for at least the next decade. Yeah. Like it's going to be a while until they really dig down and and pull them out to maybe whether that's heading an event and being the icon of the event again or getting a house or whatever. I think it's going to be a while and they're really going to focus on the newness rather than pulling deep outside of Jack because, I mean, he's the face of the event. He's the face of HHN and he will be for a while.
2: Yeah, I agree with both of
3: you. 100%. Even, I mean, even in 30, besides the, you know, the icon house, obviously, it feels like even in like the Marathon of Man, they weren't like, I feel like Jack was obviously the the very most prominent one and the rest of them like got little parts, but, you know, we're not as highlighted as I'm sure many of us wanted them to be during that year.
2: Even in the zone, they were just on those big like uh, posters Mm -hmm. and they weren't featured anywhere else. So, Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. I have one. Now, this is a very specific and it's so specific that um, it probably won't happen, but it just makes sense. And I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I predict that sometime in the near future that we are going to get a very expensive five nights at freddy house and that it, is, <laughs> it, it is so expensive that a couple months later that we get oh almost like a lot of the sets and the uh, animatronics um get retrofitted into an escape room that's <laughs> a five night of freddy that sticks at um city walk for for until the five nights of freddy's um Sequel comes out, and I just kind of because that is such a popular franchise that I think it would just make sense that to try to get some newer properties, some and even new horror properties into that escape room uh, thing to try to keep it alive.
2: That city walk is so interesting because I was thinking the Vegas escape rooms.
0: Oh, yeah, those two
2: city walk is more interesting. I don't gotta fly to city walk. I
3: mean, yeah, I. I kind of really like that. They did do, um, you know, not anything as elaborate as this, um, but they did have that Blumhouse like photo op thing during the HHN season, or like in you know, a little bit halfway through that anybody could go and experience uh, during that during that time. So, having something Blumhouse over there, uh, you know, does does make sense.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't. I mean, obviously the the, the properties that they have over there. Really makes sense, but I, I i expect that maybe the next one they do is going to be horror themed. And I mean, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's just makes sense. Um, if you're going to do something horror, so we'll see.
3: That is if they make another escape room. I don't know how yeah. how profitable these two have been, to be Five honest. Five Nights at
2: Freddy's would sell money though. Yeah, I feel they like would. It
3: oh, was, yeah, people be fun. forcing their
1: family to take them
2: for the last for like life of that thing if it's really on the outs if it's not making that much money fucking do that
3: yeah yeah i would love it all right uh what's our next prediction
1: i mean i can hop in because i do have a lot so (laughs) uh so i think that based off what we've seen the past few years that uh kind of innovative whether they are old or new uh effects that are used within houses will continue to grow and be utilized more i felt like there was a very long period where it was kind of stagnant you know they try new few things but drop older things that they tried and i think over the past couple years that is really amplified they're trying new things all the time they're pulling back old tricks and i think we're going to see a lot more effect driven houses period across the board uh i think like a good example of something we really haven't seen in a while that always comes to mind for me is if you go back to like winter's night there were these cool like um like cloaked figures uh that would use an air cannon so you'd get the scare from the air cannon but would also blow up the cloak to show their lit faces so it's kind of like a double scare in that form stuff like that bring back the old effects that really worked that you've stopped using While also implementing these new effects and trying new things. Uh, So, a lot more screen driven, a lot more animatronic driven, uh, just new ways to play around. Uh, They're really going to lean on that more than they have.
3: I like that. Yeah, that's a fun one.
0: Yeah, does that mean they're getting a a blow up slide?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We can only hope. Into a ball
2: pit with aliens chasing me? (laughs) Yes. Oh I just God. want to look
1: down and see Rat Lady under me.
2: All I asking. want to be the Rat Lady <laughs> in the floor. Okay, I'm done.
1: I'll wave. Hi. <laughs>
2: I'll scream. No, that, I like that because there's like some effects I haven't gotten to see or like I've only seen in like anniversary houses. So I think that would be really cool. Yeah.
0: No birth cadets, please.
3: <laughs> no.
0: No, those are done.
3: <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> So I have one, uh, to, uh, it's not really related to, uh, the effects one. Uh, but I do think that in the future of HHN, uh, maybe not this coming year, but just in the, you know, moving forward, I think we will see more extra things regarding the lore of HHN. I think the podcast have been a huge step up from, you know, really having nothing, uh, for a while, uh, of actually telling the lore and connecting, the zones together and giving the, you know, the lore of Oddfellow. I think, I don't know what exactly what media they would use, but I do think the lore will start to become a little bit more important uh, and start to spread out a little more than maybe just the, uh, the podcast. Maybe it will go further into, you know, maybe more detailed blogs and videos or something like that. Will I ever think that the icon is going to be the marketing tool again, like the main one? Uh, besides Jack, p- no, probably not. But I do think we are going to get more things uh, than we have in the past.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I'd say that's probably right. The way they've been moving the past couple of years, like you say, with the podcast specifically. I think they're making the lore a lot more in your face, and that's a good thing.
2: Mm-hmm. I think more people care about the lore too, because we have more content creators, you know, in the HHN sphere and like the impart creators in general. So lore is more important to people and there's more ways for people to kind of touch on it. So they're making it important. So we're all going to make it important too.
3: Absolutely. It connects, you know, everyone closer to the event. And you know, like we said, the fact that they are moving, you know, had Oddfell that connected to the lore and, you know, we might be moving in that direction uh i think it's a uh it'd be a very smart thing to keep expanding and i think people really like the podcast and and stuff that's come out recently
2: definitely uh so my next one is merchandise related and i don't know they're kind of vague because i nobody knows what they're going to do and also they I know Andrew Stonecipher left this past season. So this next season is our first one with like a completely new like head designer for merch and stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, I feel like we're going to get more creative with the jackets. I think we're kind of all exhausted on the denim. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm expecting, I don't know what that's going to be. They didn't do like a bomber this year and previously they were pretty popular, but I think we're going to get something more creative or something maybe more customizable. But I do for sure think that they're going to lean more into more creative colorways on the house shirts and the motifs for the year. So I feel like this year kind of showed that. We got really cool with like purple, green, and red. We got, you know, the Halloween uh, theme last year with the orange and purple. I think gone is just the boring ass red and black. And we're going to get even more creative with it in the future.
1: Devil's advocate. What Mm -hmm. if because they don't have a guy like that who has... That creative great style, as they go backwards.
2: Don't say that. No, I'm just saying. I trust. That's not an actual
1: prediction from me. I'm just I know Devils advocate
2: there. So, I'm excited to see what the team does because obviously I don't think he created everything. Mm -hmm. No, of
1: course not. But you could tell the things he did work on. He had a style. It was popular. It looked great. So he kept
3: it going. What. Was he responsible, like, for the design of the studio Screamers? Yes. I think he I'm not was. 100% sure on that one. I don't really I'm recall. I'm
2: almost positive because I think he's done most of the action figures. Because I, I listened to an interview. I, some, one of the other podcasts had him on.
3: Um, Yeah, I want to say he did. I think you're right. And... If he did, uh, and that that uh, the studio screamers design was him, do we think that not necessarily the studio screamers themselves uh, like stop being made? Because I still think, regardless, they probably will still be things that are sold. They obviously sell a lot; people really like them. But do we think the abundance of studio screamers merch might, you know, dwindle a little bit? Maybe there's less items that have them on it
1: i fucking hope so
2: (laughs) yes i selfishly hope so because i think it's a fucking
1: lot focus more on the screamers themselves yes and don't really worry about the other screamer merch because when you get to the last week of the event and everything's half off that's the stuff that's there not the screamers themselves they've been gone but the jackets the shirts the hat whatever the fuck they're on no one, no one wants the other stuff with Screamers. They just want the vinyl figures.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I, I know that he still has a good relationship because I think he he's like one of the designers for Roosevelt's now. So Roosevelt's is obviously sold at Universal. They have a good relationship and I know that he still talks really highly of Universal on his social media. So I don't think that's going to affect really anything besides maybe how much of the items we have to choose from, mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm-hmm. But also, who knows if he's the one who gets to decide like what it goes on? It might just be something like, "Hey, we need a new line of screamers. Yeah. Design us, you know, eight figures, a cup, a hat, a shirt, a, a, like." And they just give him parameters.
1: Oh, I yeah, that's true. Because there's a, a purchasing
2: team that yeah.
1: he made what screamers were, and they're like, "Wow, those sold well. Make more of it." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Okay, sure."
2: Yeah, like I, I were in a former life. I worked in a purchasing company, like your department, and like. Sometimes you don't get to pick what goes on or what it goes on. You just get to pick what it is and what the design is.
3: Mm-hmm. So, makes sense.
2: We'll see. All,
0: All right. right, I okay. have a. I have another one. Uh, is right. everyone done at least um, two? Yes. All right, then I will go on to my third one. This one is kind of a, a more basic one. It's not fully flushed out. But I do think, and we started to see it a little bit this year, I think we're going to start seeing more of an expansion of the free pour alcohol and less on the premixed cocktails. I think there's been a lot of kind of this year, especially a lot of pushback on some of the premixed alcohol. Um, That so so much that the people uh, would have to kind of seek out the few areas where you have premix. I think we might start start seeing um, a bit more going back to having more options when it comes to just kind of your basic premix bar um, instead of or or a basic can pour bar instead of these pre-mixed cocktails popping up everywhere um especially since the 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 crowd is getting younger anyway that that can't drink alcohol i think they might start trying to figure out ways to get those who can drink spend a bit more money um in the parks ah
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with that
1: it's it's better value
0: for those who do drink it tastes better i
2: mean you get what you want
0: yeah because I'll be honest, I didn't drink. I didn't. I did. It was hard hard to find a good drink. I didn't yeah. really drink uh, last uh, the, the, last year, um, just because it, I was limited to to, to beer or um, you know standing in a long line at, at, at Finn's. Mm-hmm. you know.
2: And the lacto cooler didn't taste good anymore. Sorry,
0: but you started I'm to see it a little breaks. bit. There was a few places where they had the the hand pour.
1: So. Oh, there was what four across the park if you like not yes. counting finnegan's yeah so i mean that's i know it, it was stopped for a good reason but i do wonder did it really cut down on like drunk incidents no i'm not sure it did i don't think it did i it the park seemed just as sloppy as ever <laughs> i they feel were like doing it felt
2: sloppier this year
1: yeah pre-mix like i don't i don't know I don't think it made a huge difference at the end of the day. I could be wrong. I don't see any incidents and where those came from, but
0: it feels less sloppy to me, but I honestly think that's just more because the crowd has, it traded younger. Um, I think at least in my first couple of years, it really did feel kind of like, um, you know, there was just a, it was a, more of a drinking atmosphere. It was more older. Mm-hmm. It was kind of that eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old vibe, where you know they had to really cut down on uh, you know people passing off the drinks and things like that. I think that that problem is obviously still there, um, but it's not as what it was before. I, I don't see that um, that presence as much. It, maybe I'm just not looking for it, but I just don't see it.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe we're in express now, and we don't have to be around. Changes things. It does.
1: As a consumer, though, it it was a great change to have it, and I hope it does continue to change because, again, the quality of the drink is better, and the value of the drink is better. Um, So, definitely. You know, as long as it's not coming with crazy issues with people getting hammered, then I don't see why they, they shouldn't do it.
3: Yeah, I completely agree. And actually, my uh, my next one sort of lines in the, you know, food and drink uh, type conversation. And this one's definitely more of a wish list, but I do really hope it happens. Uh, and it's that Ruben Fries will return. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Who would have thought that'd be on your list?
3: I know. I know, right? It's going to happen. We're going to, it's going to have HN33, not even few, we're saying HN33, we're going to get in there are going to go in. That's Louis called manifesting, gonna... Jonathan. I am manifesting. <laughs> I absolutely we're going to walk in. It's going to be right on the screen. The the first thing you see pizza fries will be like on the, you know, in the corner, very tiny, but Reuben fries will be the cover the almost the entire thing and just I, I will pay whatever amount of money. I just want Reuben fries back.
0: <laughs> I will not yeah. say anything other than I hope you are right. I hope you're
1: right.
3: Oh,
2: too. So good.
0: Were they generally as popular? Because I know they were popular with us but do the reuben fries have the same like were they popular? I don't think so. I, I don't have, think they were. Yeah, I think probably it's just a niche not. thing for us.
1: I have no idea. I know a lot of people who love them. And but I They were like know,
2: HHN I, people.
1: I will say they never just sat out. You had to wait for fresh ones all the time, but that could be more based off how they were prepared versus how popular mm-hmm. they were. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think they were ordered too often cuz I always had to wait a very long time. Mm. It's like someone like, "Oh, we got a Reuben fry." This Give us fucking a little weirdo bit. got
2: Reuben fry. <laughs> <laughs> three people in a row, what the fuck? Yeah. Was your was whole fucking three, six, group five. getting them? What's wrong with you? And yes, we were. Yeah, the whole group, <laughs> correct. Yeah,
0: and You're it right. seemed like a hassle to make them. I'm not going to lie. It, it was never easy.
2: They were not making eating. the fucking corned beef or whatever the fuck back there. They were pulling <laughs> no, it out of but, a bag.
0: I, I know, got it from Finnegan's. Like <laughs> it, it always took took forever. It always it was it always, always like oh we got another Reuben? Oh Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, right I guys. For him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm sure we're. I don't want to say we're in the minority, but it's definitely not a pizza fry sized item in popularity. That's for sure.
3: Even though it's so much better, it's
1: so much better. Yeah, so much better. Um, I'm I'm going to go next because I can also kind of stick with this because I'm going to talk about food and beverage uh, in kind of a negative way because oh. all I've talked about is how we've seen the event grow and become more Mardi Gras-esque and almost like a festival. I think it's kind of plateaued and it's done. It's not growing further. It might evolve. It might become a bit different. It's not going to get bigger. I think it's kind of stagnant. This is where it's going to be, maybe slightly bigger, an extra booth, maybe. But it's not going to become anywhere near a festival or Mardi Gras level. Not even close. I think it's 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 done where it's at.
3: Unfortunately, I think you're right. I mean, I I'd, I'd, honestly, I'd even say Mardi Gras itself. Uh, like last year wasn't as big food-wise as the year before it. Um, like even that event has started Mm. to sort of, uh, you know, have sort of like just the same options or not as many as it used to. So to be fair, I would, if you, if this was a Mardi Gras show, I'd say
1: I expect Mardi Gras to grow still and go back at least where it was in 2020 when it had two weeks in an event and it was huge.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: but yeah, I I hope it, I really do hope it does. I am excited for Mardi Gras this year, but I think you're right. I, I think the way... It looks like, uh, you know, these past couple of years, I I think we're going to stick to what we have now, uh, most likely. So I do hope, you know, we do have more, you know, filling options. Like we've had the sandwiches uh, along Mm -hmm. the way, but, uh, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there still could be changes. I think we could get more like important on like my end would be like getting more beers brewed by local breweries for the event specifically. Uh, And again, getting these more like entree style options at the booths mm-hmm. but i, I don't mm-hmm. think we're getting more boots or expanded offerings
2: yeah i think they tried with some things this past year but it just mm. or things would change halfway through the season like the ravioli or you know, mm-hmm. they just yeah. can't keep up with it
0: yeah i would and i would also say let's try to get a little less like goofy with it you know what i mean they got they got yeah. a little crazy they'd put a lot of food dye on a lot of stuff let's the fucking cotton back. candy mustard yeah. let's not let's, do that again yeah, let's all. scale back like let's be a little bit we can be fun but we let's let's be more palatable um mm-hmm. that would be right yeah. i mean you i think you can have there is
1: room for having that crazy item that people will buy to put on tiktok or whatever but then you have to reel it back at other places like mm-hmm. you can't go crazy at every other booth at that point which they, they kind, you're right, they've kind of started to do.
0: Yeah, They got and a little think, too much. I
1: think it showed when you looked, especially once you got like halfway in, late into the event, like there were certain lines you could walk up to any night. No wait. And there was others every night you'd have to wait 15, 10 minutes for whatever. yeah, Guaranteed. Because people were like, I want to go eat the pizza. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Or I mm-hmm. want the Chucky fried chicken because the popcorn exactly. chicken... That line was always just Nashville so bad. hot
1: mm-hmm. popcorn chicken. Yeah. <laughs> very palatable for anyone, for yeah. the most part. Pizza. Mm-hmm. Very palatable for anyone. Uh, some of the other options, not so much.
2: I would Which almost still rather. Still bring those options, but. Yeah, I would almost rather have them. If they're going to do stuff like that, let's not do so many crazy things. Let's do some crazier cocktails. Like I'd rather you focus like into having more unique beverages than just the same ones we've had year after year, or some yeah. kind of punch with, you know, liquor added.
1: And I think a lot of that also will tie into Mike's earlier one where it's hand poured because yeah. you yeah. can only go so crazy without just being pure disgusting with the pre batch yeah. cocktail.
0: Those pre batches yeah. this year were yeah. whack. Some of oh them God. were really bad, like yeah. the cookie butter one, oh, the, the the one the, the black the pea cocktail that was just like.
2: The one that gave all the stomach yeah, aches on opening night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yep. Some of them were really bad. And they were just not palatable. You just couldn't drink them.
2: Yeah. Not everything needs bitters either. Like, I will agree <laughs> with that statement that I've heard online before.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can add some bitters here or there, but like let's... every drink. <laughs> I don't know if it's the bitters that are being the problem. It's just the.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not blaming it it's on that. All, syrup,
0: <laughs> all the syrup, all the. It's just so the, many.
2: It's just hot outside. Flavor it's combinations,
0: yeah. Thick yeah. drinks, yeah.
2: And cookie again, butter and green
1: apple. What? So much of that goes back to being it pre-batched. It just sits there. It's a thick thing. Gross. You hand pour hand pour like half of those, they would taste
0: better with yes. fresh ingredients and hand poured. Yeah.
1: Yes. You can
0: still have signature fun cocktails. They just don't have to be pre-batched mm-hmm. like that.
1: Or and still again to for flow have your pre-batch cocktails but then have them be like a rum punch and like right. basically that level and nothing
2: more
3: mm-hmm. all
2: right i have another one um i don't i'm hoping that this actually happens but i don't know if this is more of a want than a, than a prediction but i think we're gonna start moving into seeing sequels that when they come back it's not something from the last three or four years it's not yeti for the third time in a row like maybe we're actually gonna go back and see a scary tales which I know we just had in 2018 but it hasn't come up every single year I'm trying to think of another sequel before that but I can't come up with anything but I think I, I mean, think that's if we still are
0: five years ago so, yeah,
2: yeah I guess yeah. that makes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> but we haven't seen it like so often so something like that or something even like um I don't know. I would love to see them tackle like Castle Vampire again or just stuff that we haven't seen since like the 25th anniversary house. Mm -hmm. Let's do like a full sequel or a prequel on it. Even if it's like a nightingale. It's just something that's not a Yeti. I don't think we're there for Slaughter Cinema 2 yet. I think we hold off on that until it's like really special. I think that and creature are two things that like don't do it until we're ready. Yeah. So Slaughter Cinema, I know everybody wants to see it. That's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about like hard-hitting old originals that like maybe use some of the special effects that duff was mentioning and we bring those back
0: like a body collectors
2: yes i like i've never seen the body collectors i would love to see it like uh winter's night or um yeah i can't again now everything's out of my brain everything i know is gone (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean
0: a gothic sequel
2: gothic Um, thank you (laughs) there
0: you go
1: and i my number one
2: uh
0: the, some
1: of the recent moves, while they haven't done a house sequel from something older, you can see some of the moves they made. They're interested. Oddfellow, yeah. obviously, being one yeah. of them, right? Bringing back basically just a name, but using Jungle of Doom, right? Like yep. these are these yep. are old deep dives that were barely explored at all. And deep clearly cuts. they were interested to bring them back up. So you would have to imagine that kind of shows in a house eventually.
2: Yeah. Do it, Universal. Let's go. I'm ready.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: does anybody have any more? Actually I do I have a few more.
3: Same. <laughs> yes. I have two more. I
0: don't. I don't have any more.
3: So. <laughs> I I have a fun one, actually. Um, in regards to the sprung tense, and that, you know, I, we talked about this before. This is the rumored uh year that might be the last year for sprung tents. Uh we talked about that the rumor building might replace them and whatnot. We we've gone over this. But you know, this is potentially the last year we might have them. So if that's true and the designers know this and whatever, I feel like they're gonna bring back like a really popular uh original that was in one of these sprungs and sort of oh, like what house. you were saying, oh, Jess, do like some, something, something oh like God, that, you know. Dollhouse. Oh. Yeah, like and do like a sequel of it um or you know or something like that and expand upon it, you know, something that was just Best of well, Tense. A mashup. I would I mean that'd be fun. <laughs> it might be confusing to everyone, you know, who doesn't you know who didn't go through them. Um we don't like, care. It's like you go through Scarecrow, now you're in dollhouse, now you're in whatever, but um I think something that was you know really popular in one of these tents uh either the the you know just the vibe of it or or the actual property itself um i think it gets brought back in some uh iteration uh as a like goodbye to the sprung tents uh type thing
1: i would love that that'd be great i mean that's had like almost all my favorite houses so
3: yeah, just just re- re- you can like pick. You know, there's a lot of choices <laughs> from which one. Uh, you know, which one you could pick from. Like you said, dollhouse or scarecrow or slaughter, You know, probably not slaughter cinema, but slaughter cinema. You know, like something that uh that people just just really clung on to. But yeah,
1: all right. All right. Um, I'll go next, I guess. I do have quite a few uh so i believe that premium upgrade experiences think uh the repository uh, are almost definitely coming and i think one reason you could look at that is look at all the expanded hotel offerings uh look at the expanded offerings throughout city walk look at what they're doing in vegas i think they're gonna start looking at ways to do those things But make more money off them.
2: Yeah, even Taste of Terror, I guess, would be like a new thing from this past year.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Definitely, I think you're right. I think
2: it's inevitable.
3: Makes sense. I'd be up for it, you know, if it's something special. You know, that'd be a fun little thing to add to the event.
2: Yeah, I I would even love an escape room. Like I've said, I wish I would have done the repository. One year away from when I started going.
0: Yeah, that one was a VR like experience, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Like a VR escape room sort of yeah. thing. It was not well received.
2: <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyone else got some?
2: Oh, I eh, I have one, I guess I could do. Um, well, I have two, but they're both like very much things that I don't think are coming. I took this as what the fuck do I also just want I don't think that these are all predictions Um, do you have more Duff? because I can do two more I have two more okay so I'll do I'll do it so one that I think maybe I think I see this one happening more than the other one but I mean there is a new movie coming out and I don't think we're going to see Beetlejuice 2 come back come to the event as a house I don't think that's ever happening again but if we were going to put a show at the event graveyard review some kind of retelling I think that's how you would kind of like shoehorn Beetlejuice 2 and like put put clips from the movie it comes out in September just saying I know it's not happening but if it were to happen that's my prediction
1: I mean um, yeah it's probably not happening
2: I know it's not <laughs> but it was my list not yours
1: I, and I was just commenting
2: I know I appreciate your opinion <laughs>
1: I think we share the same opinion about it
2: We do. We do. But (laughs) if we're going to add a show, I feel like.
1: Hey, it could work. It could work. I'm not arguing that.
2: Why the fuck not? Movies coming out. Also, apparently there was a a, like a statement released. I don't know. Whatever. An interview with uh, Jenna Ortega today that most of the movie is practical. They're not really using CG. Yeah. That's good. So I know that doesn't matter to anything I'm saying, but I'm really fucking excited. So (laughs) be prepared to hear me talk about it for the next seven more months. That's
1: great. I guess I'll go next then. Um, Also not a great one, uh, to be honest, uh, but I think we're going to start finally seeing a full increase on repeat IPs in Orlando specifically because we have seen this in Hollywood uh, and we've seen it a bit, a very small amount in Orlando, but more, more recent. So obviously 30s Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 31 Halloween, The same exact film we saw. Different house. I still think it's going to be a different house. not not repeating it like Hollywood does. But I think it's going to become more frequent. There is a a large range of options they could use uh, from horror. Whether that's new, old. But I think they're still going to go back to the money-making wells of the larger properties. And we're going to start seeing some of these bigger ones that maybe were more kind of at one point like a like, wish list items for people, like Poltergeist. It did so well. People never thought it would come. And I think stuff like that is going to start to come back now. Not immediately, but we're not too far off.
3: Now, to expand on that, do you think if they go that direction, they'd go more in the direction of Texas Chainsaw, where it did, like, from... I hadn't experienced the original Texas Chainsaw in, the, in what was it, 26? Um, mm-hmm. But I know it was pretty different from that one like you know in tone and you know in a lot of things that it did in, in some settings um compared to halloween and in, in 31 that was similar approach like you know come you know compared to what texas chainsaw was do you think they're gonna go the more texas chainsaw route or the more halloween route if that makes if that makes sense
1: i think it would depend on the property and how much leeway they have to play with it to be honest mm-hmm And I mean, I think the the big reason for Texas Chainsaw, obviously, is because they included Texas Chainsaw 2, which as a film has a completely different vibe to the original. (laughs) So naturally, it's going to it's going to take on a different form Whereas Halloween. Even if they went to like Halloween 2 or something, the vibe pretty much going to be the same. It's just going to be a different house with some some add ons. So I think it'll depend on the property for sure.
0: Makes
3: sense,
0: I think you're right, Duff. And uh, I would like to point out that it's not unheard of on Orlando's coast as well because American Werewolf of Mm -hmm. London, um, Mm -hmm. from 23 to 25, the main thing they changed there was they just upgraded the masks. If uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was a nearly just a basic carbon copy, yeah. So, it it has happened.
1: I still believe that is going to be the only time that ever happens in Orlando where they do a full carbon copy because it was not received well at all them doing that. I think the fan base here is just we're spoiled to be honest, compared to Hollywood and just kind of don't accept that. Um, But I definitely think they're going to start bringing back the same properties, just doing them a little different as they have with, with a couple others.
2: That is almost exactly one that I had, but took off because I felt like someone else was gonna have it. I said that <laughs> we were gonna see like traditional slashers make a return that we haven't seen in a while, like Freddy or Jason. Mm-hmm. Cause we have, you know, the Camp Crystal Lake series coming out, which I think is on
3: Peacock. I think it is, yeah.
2: So they own their rights to something Jason related, like I don't know. Uh just and I think this is the 40th anniversary of Nightmare on Elm Street this year, so Mm -hmm. Like, we have two big things coming out that are kind of reviving those two slashers, not that they ever really left. So I think that whatever that may be that we see in Orlando, I think that is very possible at this point.
1: And I would like to say, I think, between our two predictions, yours more specifically would be sooner than what I said. mm -hmm. I, I think... A couple of those slashers are more imminent than bringing back some of the things we've already done specifically.
3: Mm-hmm. points. seems like a trend recently. You know, uh, you know, we we keep every year uh, for a bit. We keep like rotating through slashers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had Myers, we had uh, you know Leatherface, we had Chucky. You know, it makes sense to continue going through the list.
2: Yeah, or get Scream finally. That, no, <laughs> that's,
1: that's a good option too so
3: what sorry no no you're good i I was gonna say i'm sure that uh that franchise is uh i don't know it's going through (laughs) some rough patches right now they might be looking for uh, an hhn good exposure right
2: yeah yeah yeah, this might be it guys uh my final one is kind of silly because i've it's a reoccurring theme i have had with 365 since before i was on the show (laughs) (laughs) But it's something that I can see happening in Hollywood more so than Orlando. Um, And I think that in the next, I'm hoping, 10 years, if it keeps going, we will get a drag representation at the event, more specifically Dragula. Mm
1: -hmm. The show on Shudder. As like a show, potentially?
2: I could see it as like a live show because they do a tour. I mean, literally the season finale is tonight that we're recording this. Daniel's getting home or watching it at midnight. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, like it's still going there on season five and they've done Titans. But every year the queens go on tour. It's part of their contract is the show ends and all 12 queens now go on tour Mm -hmm. and they perform for months. So who's to say that they couldn't make the contract into something like that? I don't think I see it as a house. Just because like you would have you would have to have kind of like a rotating cast of Queens from that season, the most mm. recent or even Titans, whatever it yeah, is that'd, that'd be really tough in a house for sure. Yeah, I think it would have to be a show. I think I could see that happening. Um, but the Boule brothers are really big fans of horror events. They are at the red carpet of Knots every year in mm. full drag. so maybe maybe Knots does it. I don't know. But I could see it happening on the West Coast. And I've been talking about Dragula with you guys for fucking years. So. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I would be down for it. It's a show that I've I've really enjoyed. I've only watched three seasons. To be fair. But. You gotta watch this one. I I, I do really enjoy the show. uh, And I think it's. I mean. Almost like a horror makeup style show. At HHN. With them. Because like. Again. If they're going on the road. And doing stuff for. Maybe a couple months at a time. That's literally what like. uh, The Fuel Girls. Did the past couple years yeah so i mean i i don't know but i'd love it that'd be really cool oh
2: yeah, i wish and it, if like you guys, if people who are listening you don't know what like the show is it's, it's like drag race but they're monsters they're scary and their eliminations the challenges they put them through like physical or psychological tests to prove how if they want to be there so like it's very gore it's very monster it's very shock value so if you're not into that, I'm sorry, you're not going to like it. But I think it would fit in so well at an event like this.
1: And they literally kill them off, not literally, yeah, but like in like no a, they a, do. a horror movie esque like kill to, to end them when like they get kill eliminated. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very- and
2: then you watch it. That's the end of the episode, and then the next episode opens with that like same kind of kill sequence. Mm-hmm. So, and now this season, the Boulets, since it's moved to Shutter, the Boulet brothers, they have a lot more control. They're executive producers. They're actually directing the girls. In each of those kill scenes now It's not a different director And I think it's so beautifully produced now Okay, So if you haven't watched it It's on Shutter. its I don't even think it costs that much Just watch it
1: Alright uh, so I guess I have one last one uh, This kind of ties back to something We talked about much earlier uh, And this is probably the least likely And the one I'm least confident in But I can see it And that's that Central Park will at some point No longer be used as a scare
2: zone
3: yeah. Mm. Uh. I,
1: I think depending on flow from, well, the uh, replacement for KidZone, uh, replacement for Simpsons, uh, construction during those periods as well, uh, it could just become too much because it's already kind of become too much as is. Uh, it might not be worth it for them anymore to to fully sacrifice flow
3: i could see that with all the construction and and change uh i think that is a possibility for sure Mm.
0: would we just have one less scare zone then because there's really not another place to put one. i was gonna
1: say my add-on is i think basically you probably have like more of like a half less scare zone i think they're gonna do something like they did in 28 um was it yeah yeah 28 so where they had killer clowns clowns. over by the waterfront
0: by transformers yeah that's possible they do have spots so kind of like a half
1: scare zone more than the full scare zone so you'll have more like a four and a half than five scare zones
3: i don't think they could if if we get a lagoon show though i don't think you can put it in that location though
1: i mean if you don't put out a bunch of props you could definitely time it so there are not scare actors during shows
3: uh, yeah, I guess that's true.
1: Yeah, I could see that. But regardless, I don't. I think if that was the case, and you take away Central Park, you don't have a fifth scare zone.
2: Hmm.
0: Do we think we're gonna? Is I think it's gonna be at least a year, another year, until we get a lagoon show, though, right? I think it, I feel like it's gonna be like mm-hmm. usually the with like those types of damages, like. It takes a long time to to get those to get
1: that thing. They have been working on it for over a year at this point, and it does look pretty far along if you go and like actually take a peek at it. So, I could see it being ready for HHN this year, because I mean you still have another eight months basically yeah, until it actually has to be operating and ready to go.
2: Sounds like we're going to look at it on Saturday on TikTok. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. In my head, World of Color was like gone for like years. but That's a I, I Disney timeline. It probably Mike. wasn't I th- that long.
1: I also think World of Color was like, it was two years, I want to say. That it was gone. Yeah. I,
0: I so this do would have be f- about two years. And then it, yeah, right? if it opened for like
1: HHN this year, it'd be just yeah. almost two years. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I do have a slight fear that, you know, obviously it seems like all of the construction is going to go toward the rumored actual nighttime show for the park. That's what they need to focus on. Um, That is the most important thing for Universal. Um, And by the time that's all up and running, how long does it actually, you know, like, are they, how long does it take to actually program it to make an HHN thing, you know, and to change it up uh, to you know, fit that style. I know there was rumored, you know, like rumored drones potentially uh, for this type of show. Would that take long to program and stuff like that? You know, Mm -hmm. like what would the timeline be from normal, you know, nighttime show is finished and ready to go and it's playing every night to now we got to also design an HHN version of this to play, you know, for these months and, you know, are they working on them at the same time, if it's even happening, you know, Mm -hmm. that's my one worry. I think that's fair, but I would say if it's something like
1: drones, they can already test those now, like at this moment, you know. Mm -hmm. Those additional features can be used at any point. Um, Basically, the changes between the two, there's no physical construction changes, it's just programming so you can work on both of them at the same time. Does that mean that that's going to be what they do and they choose to do? No, absolutely not. But feasibly they could do both for sure. I hope so. That that's my hope. <laughs> and I think again, flow has been an issue that they've clearly been testing different things whether that's removing uh like the chainsaw drill team or moving scare zones around in past years um they're really trying to get flow perfected and i think having a lagoon show and as a people eater really helps with that so i would assume it's kind of important to them to have it how important obviously i don't know
3: makes sense makes sense
0: all right do we have any voicemails we do not okay Well, uh, go ahead and leave us a voicemail at (laughs) 407-906-40134 and we will play it on the show. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky and YouTube at HHN365 and at TikTok at HHN365pod. We have an amazing Discord. The link is in the description and we have a merch shop to check out and keep an eye on at HHN365.com and we'll uh, see you in the streets.